Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Thank you for joining me. I want to dive into a troubling subject in this episode, and I want to tell you right up front that I'm so disturbed by some of the things that I encountered in a recent trip to Eastern Europe that I'm actually doing uh, this topic, this topic that I'm going to talk to you about now in my podcast for men, the Great Man uh, Podcast, as well as this podcast. So if you listen to both my podcasts, you're going to get this twice in some form because I'm, I just believe I've got to make this known. Uh, this past week, I tried Travel to Eastern Europe. I'm the chairman of the board of, a, of an organization called Uncaged, and we are about helping uh, rescue people from uh, sexual trafficking worldwide uh, and then putting them in what we call sanctuaries, which are facilities that we've designed that help them, and we've designed and built that help them uh, to recover help them to heal, help them to learn skills, and get back in, into productive and happy lives. Um, let me tell you a little bit broad, uh, uh, give you some broad information about sex trafficking, uh, because quite frankly, it's so shocking that it's hard for some people to get their minds around. In the world today, there are approximately 48 million people, different governments use different stats, but, but I think you can rely on the stat 48 million. There are approximately 48 million people who are being moved around or trafficked the vast majority, 85% for sex trafficking and uh, the smaller portion, about 15% for labor. So obviously, uh, some of that 15% would be males. Probably the majority of that 15% would be males. But the vast majority of the 85% of the 48 million being trafficked worldwide are going to be women. Now, even when I say these words, I know it's hard for some of us to get our minds around this. This means uh, that human beings are kidnapped. It means they're sold. It means they're taken from situations of poverty and, um, and broken families, and they are used for servicing people for sex. And that money is, is, is held by, you know, what basically are cartels, mafia kinds of organizations that run these people. This happens all throughout the world. Uh, this happens extensively in Europe because some of the good things about the EU, the European Union, um, allow movement across borders. And that's where this trafficking really uh, takes hold is where you have free movement across borders. So... 48 million worldwide, I was in Eastern Europe, about 60% of all trafficking in Europe goes through Romania. So I was in Romania a little bit. And uh, you're talking about horrible stories. You're talking about street kids being kidnapped and trafficked. You're talking about kids from impoverished families being kidnapped and, and trafficked. Um, you're talking about poor families who sell their, their children to traffickers. I'll tell you a story that'll break your heart in just a minute. Um, and this goes on worldwide. This goes on absolutely in the U.S. We know that, you know, suburban kids, uh, teenage kids go to the mall. Somebody comes up to them, says, wow, you're pretty. I represent a modeling agency. Can I take some pictures of you? Come out to my van. And they get kidnapped and they, get, they disappear into the monstrous abyss of world sex trafficking. We know the stories. We've, we've rescued people. We've debriefed them. We've learned how it works. And it happens. It happens all over the world. It's happening in Mexico. It's happening in the United States right now. 48 million worldwide. 
When I was in Eastern Europe, I held and played with a little girl at a dinner table who is now six years old. When she was about two, her family sold her for $40, sold her to traffickers for $40. She was trafficked then in Germany. Again, it was this, this child was from Romania. There was no problem getting into Germany because of the, again, the EU and the borders. And the, once you're in the union, you pretty much can move around freely within all the EU nations. Now, I want you to think about the ages I'm telling you. I just told you that I was with her. She's free now. She's six years old now. That means that she was so, when, since she was sold at around two, she was trafficked. I'm trying not to be too graphic because I want families to listen to this podcast. She was trafficked at three, four, five years old. Yes, I'm talking about sex. And obviously, I'm talking about perverse sex. So she's being used for sex at that age. Think about that. And then one of the members of our team were able to get her out, and uh, and now she's with a happy, healthy family uh, somewhere in the world. It was it was it's a monstrous thing, and yes, you're talking about millions of children. You're talking about, of course, millions of, of teenagers. You're talking about millions of older women. You've you've seen things in the movie Taken, for example, starting Liam Neeson, uh, a, a good example of a perfectly healthy teenage American girl being caught and kidnapped and taking to absolutely disgusting brothels in, in the Middle East. Uh, this is the way it works. And it, that, that was a fairly accurate portrayal. But aside from the drama and the car crashes, it's a fairly accurate portrayal of what's going on. And it's, it's, a, it's a very insidious thing because obviously there's huge money with this. There are large networks that are feeding this. And so they pay attention to where they can gain ground. One of the most disgusting things that I heard, one of the saddest things that I heard, there's a man over there I was with who uh, used to be a trafficker, became a Christian and renounced it, now speaks against it. And he said, there's absolutely no question that they used to target church girls. He said, we used to target church girls. And here's exactly what he said. I want you to hear this. He said, we targeted them because they're pure for the most part. He meant virginal in, that, in, the, in, the, in the sexual sense. I'm not trying to be too graphic, but you have to think that way. And he said, often, especially if they're pastor's daughters, the fathers have been too busy to tell their daughters that they love them. So if we tell these daughters five times, and this is exactly what he said, and I'm not even sure I understand why these particular numbers or these particular things are true, but he said, if we tell a church girl that we, we think she's pretty five times and buy her a flower, that's an exact quote, we have her. If we tell her she's pretty five times and buy, and buy her a flower because her parents, because her father is too busy to tell her he loves her and to be loving and close and, and, relate, and relating to her. We have her. Now think about that. They're targeting the church. We know that they work their way into youth ministries to get close to, to, to young girls. We know that they work their way into community centers. We know that the traffickers are sometimes even public school teachers. Now, I know that some of you who might be public school teachers might be upset by what I've just said. I, I do not have any evidence that that's true in the U.S. It's absolutely true in Eastern Europe. So understand what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to tell you the exact truth, and I'm not just casting aspersions. So this is horrible. 
And we know that here in the U.S., I mean, thank God, finally, airlines like my airlines, Delta Airlines, I have no financial connection to them. I fly them all the time. Uh, they've gotten wise to the trafficking. They've begun to confront people when they see an, uh, an older man and a young girl, you know, traveling on the plane. I'd be thrilled for them to confront me if I was traveling with one of my grandchildren. I don't have any, but if I was traveling with a grandchild or something, I'd be thrilled for them to confront me to, if, if, if that's by, by way of them confronting anybody who looks suspicious. So the airlines are getting smart, to, uh, wise to it. Uh, the travel organizations are getting wise to it. They're beginning to figure out how this trafficking happens. Um, it's insidious. It's dark. It's evil. It's monstrous. And it has as many as 48 million people embroiled in it. So this is an evil we're going to have to deal with in our time. I want you to pay attention to Uncaged. Go online, look up Uncaged. You'll see what we do. Um, but be aware of it, especially if you're in an industry that has to do with trafficking at all. And by the way, I'm going to be very, very blunt with you. While I was there, one of the scandals that was breaking out is that girls were being trafficked to American military bases. That some of the people who made the decisions about contracts and about the spending of money at these American military bases, one in Romania, this is, by the way, very much in the news, uh, you can look it up online, um, that they were finding that girls were being trafficked to the American military bases, particularly those who had to, to those officers who had to do with procurement and, and the spending of money. So we're, we're, we're not innocent of this. This isn't happening just outside of our borders, and it's not happening apart from Americans when we are outside of our borders. Tremendous trafficking happening. And by the way, you can see online, all of this can be Googled. You can see online that the same thing's been happening near military bases in Europe. And so, I'm sorry, I meant to say in Japan, in Japan. So all of this to say that trafficking's becoming huge. And it's not just that trafficking's a new name for prostitution. It is that there's a whole new insidious forced networking kind of thing happening that we need to pay attention to. Now, just for a moment, think about those you love. Think about the women you love. Think about the little children that you love. I don't want you to be afraid, but I do want you to be aware that these networks would like to have them, that they're at the malls, that they may be working their way into some youth ministries, that they may be working their way into some youth organizations that they absolutely go to impoverished parts of the world and buy children, buy women. This is absolutely happening. I'm making none of this up. I want you to be aware of it. I want you to use what position you have to combat it. If we can help you with Uncaged, we will. This is a scourge in our generation. You will be dealing with it the rest of your life. If you're old enough to listen to this podcast, you're going to be dealing with this, and it's going to be a factor in our lives and our, in our generation for the rest of our lives. But we can turn the tide. And there are a lot of ways to get involved and to help. But this trafficking has got to end. Get educated. Get smart about your own family, your, the women, the young people in your own life, and give money, absolutely give money, but become wise and do what you can to help battle this thing. I've declared war on it myself. I'm the chairman of this, the board of Uncaged, but beyond that, just at a personal level, beyond that position, I'm going to battle this ugly thing for the rest of my life, and I'm looking forward to partnering with you in doing that. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.